<laughs> Welcome to Facing Fear with Sarah. My name is Sarah McInerney Hawk. I am your host. I went from 30 flirty and thriving to 30 flirty and surviving. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at age 30, and prior to that, I had faced a lot of fears in life, which led me to creating this podcast in 2019. Fast forward, here we are many years later, and I've interviewed over 100 different guests with many stories of how they face fear while remaining unapologetically authentic. That is what we are here to do, encourage you to live your life unapologetically and authentically. The Facing Fear world recently got a little bit bigger because a new part of it is in the world, and that's my book, my very first book. It's called Does Carcinoma Mean Cancer? It covers the four days between being tested for cancer and finding out that I had it, and the funny things that happened in between. Well, you know, funny, happy, sad, etc. It can be found anywhere on Amazon, and it's a graphic memoir, which means it is 70% art, 30% text, and it's 74 pages long. So it's something you could read in one sitting, revisit multiple times because the art has a lot of dual meanings and I'm so proud of it. Go check it out on Amazon or facingfearwithsarah.com backslash book. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys. It's me, your host, Sarah, of the Facing Fear podcast, and I wanted to do one more before my life changes forever and my body changes forever and my boobs go off into some wasteland, which is really scary to think about. So let's not think about scary things. Tune on in. Thanks for being here. Let's do one more episode, okay? Okay. I got to go do some errands today because I became I took my COVID test on Friday and then I found out Sunday I'm negative. So while technically I could kind of go do whatever I want because the only reason that would stop me is getting a fever, but obviously I'm not going to get sick, so it's fine and we're all good. But I did do some errands since I've been, you know, in the house forever, so that was really nice. And while I was out running said errands, I had some final thoughts. And here's how I feel going into this whole shebang, into my bilateral mastectomy. The first one, I feel like it's game day. I've practiced, I've done the research, I've talked to the coach, I've ran the sprints, I've run around the field. It's game day. And there is nothing more in the world support-wise I need right now. So if you have supported me or you're wondering how I'm doing, I am doing just wonderfully, just wonderfully. And I'm so freaking lucky for that. I've had the most ridiculous show of support in so many different ways. It is just wild. It is absolutely wild to me. So it's game day. I'm ready. I don't need to do anything now, but have my feeling number two, which is to put up or shut up. (laughs) common reference in the sports world, right? Put up or shut up. And that's how I feel. I have done so much talking, so much talking 
to doctors, to concerned friends and family members, on the podcast that has rolled on for the past nine weeks all about this, which is literally insane. I've done so much talking, so much. And, you know, I've cried and I've asked for support and help and favors and people are bringing me meals next week and this week and whatnot. I, it's my turn. You all have done the work over and over and over, and it is my turn. It's my turn. So put up or shut up. Let's do it. I got this. It'll be fine. And my third little thought is that I'm ready. I have done the tests and the research and the talking and gotten the results and evaluated them. And this is the first active move I can make in defeating cancer. And it comes almost exactly three months after I was diagnosed. So it seems like forever. And I am happy to be here on this day Whenever you're listening to this, maybe walking into the hospital or asleep or waking up or I'm home the next day, but I'm ready. And so if you are somebody who loves or cares or thinks about me, just know that I'm good. I got it. I'm ready. I, I'm ready. I'm just, I've got this. It'll be fine. I've also been thinking about the journey of my Boobs. I'm currently reading this incredible comic book style book, comic book style book. And it's this like square shaped book and it's pretty thick. And on every single page, the whole thing is a comic. It's unbelievable. This must have taken this woman a quadrillion billion hours. In fact, I just ran to my room to get the book and it took her eight years to do this. So the book is called The Story of My Tits by Jennifer Hayden. It is incredible. And she wanted to write this book. Wait, where's the description? Hold on. Um, wait, is it on the back? Oh, yeah, here it is. So Jennifer Hayden was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 43, and she realized her tits told a story. Across a lifetime, they'd held so many meetings, hope and fear, pride and embarrassment, life and death, and then they were gone. So she talks about her boobs and her relation to her life from the innocence of youth to the chaos of adulthood through her mother's mastectomy her father's mistress, and her husband's music, and the endless evolving definition of family. Cancer strikes three different lives in her family, so she and her family have gone through it. This story is so interesting, dramatic, um, sarcastic, straightforward, sexual, amazing. It's incredible. So anyways, prior to getting this gift from my dear friend Audrey, I'd actually been thinking about the story of my boobs. And so I'm just going to recap it with you. And I'm totally free balling it here. I have no notes, no preparation, but I've had these thoughts for weeks. And so let's start from, start from the, the beginning. The first time I ever thought about boobs would probably have been 
when I was wanting them. So what, like late elementary, middle school, probably I was kind of a late bloomer with everything. I did not get my period till later, therefore did not get boobs till later. And I was too busy running around playing sports. I didn't really care. But last summer I went and visited my mom and God bless her. She saved some of my childhood journals. And in one of them, as I was flipping through it last summer, when I went to visit her, I found this pretty graphic drawing of this girl in my classroom's boobs versus mine. And the writing to go along with said graphic was very mad. I was so mad. Where were my boobs? Her boobs were big and perfect and mine were non-existent, blah, blah, blah. If you are a female, I am sure you have felt me at one point. So that's definitely an early memory. Another one, which is kind of ironic because it just happened to me recently. I remember laying on the hardwood floor in my room. And when you start developing breasts, like there's a bunch of tissue that starts developing and it can be kind of hard. And so when you lay flat on your chest on the floor, it can hurt. And I remember like laying on the floor reading or doing who knows what and kind of like rolling over and being like, oh, ow, that was like really sensitive and thinking, oh, my God, they must be coming. Yay. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And I say this is kind of come full circle because the other day Jacob and I were laying on the floor. Um, yeah, for no reason. And we have lots of hardwood floor and we were laying on the hardwood floor <laughs> And um, he was imitating how he was going to sleep in the hospital, which was essentially planking face down like a complete fool, because of course he was. And so I come down and lay down next to him and we're just like talking and laughing like a bunch of 12 year olds. And I kind of rolled on my side and you guys, it was so freaky. Like I could feel the lump loud and freaking clear. It felt so weird. It like hurt. My lump isn't that big, if you remember from a few episodes back. And like when I like rolled on it, I was like, oh, God. And that made me feel like, okay, like this thing has got to go. Like it's foreign. We don't like it. It has to go. So there we go. From little boob Sarah rolling on the floor as like a 13-year-old to 30-year-old Sarah rolling on the floor again. Which reminds me, I've probably really only had my boobs for 15 years. You know, I probably got actual boobs when I was around 15, and now I'm 30. And the saying is true, time flies when you're having fun. Because that's not a very long time. And while I, like, so appreciate the time I've gotten, part of me is like, really? (laughs) Really, God? Couldn't I have gotten it, like, after getting older and pregnancy and childbirth and kids using my boobs for food? Like, could we have done the makeover then? Does it have to be now? Because I really like them right now. Why? So I'm a little annoyed at that. It has been a quick 15-year journey. So if you've got them, look down at them right now and give them a little hug and tell them that you love them, appreciate them. Maybe then the big C word will not find them. (laughs) I don't know. That's my best advice right now. (sighs) Let's see. So as we keep going down the line here, I remember, you know, having boyfriends throughout the years and starting to have sexual experiences that I was fortunate enough that they were all with full consent and pleasurable. 
And then I feel like my boobs didn't really fully come in until I was in, I don't know, like maybe college. Because I remember, you know, for a lot of the time, one of my sisters having bigger boobs than the other two of us. And we were like, oh, so annoyed and jealous. And then it was like one family vacation. And everybody was like, wait a minute. No, you're the winner. You're winning here. (laughs) But I truly... I have been so lucky. I've always liked the size of them. I don't think they're too big or too small. And they've always made me feel positively about my body, which I definitely do not take for granted. One of my biggest fears in this whole thing is the after effect of this. Having body dysmorphia, not loving what I see, feeling disconnected from what I see. So... All those years I spent very connected and I never hated on them or wished they were different. I'm very thankful for I never stressed about because now look, I'm just not going to have them anymore. And then getting a little bit older, especially coming into my later 20s, figuring out that I could dress and go out and be sexy if I really wanted to, if I felt like it. And one of the things I did when I was, okay, so I think it was 2018. So I was, I'm really bad at timelines. Um, 29, 28, 27, 27. I think I did this for my 27th birthday. I bought myself a very expensive, I will say, boudoir shoot. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but it's a photo shoot where you bring lingerie and different outfits and the photographer helps you be sexy and look and feel like a model when you are definitely not. And I just had the urge to do something like that because I wanted to capture my body at that moment because I was proud of it, because I was thankful for it because I wanted to look back and have something to remember. And I'm so glad I did. Which again, brings it full circle one more time. When my party got canceled, I was super bummed. I had this beautiful, amazing, literally perfect boob shirt to wear. And by now you guys have all seen it because some of the pictures are on Instagram. So when it got canceled, I was so bummed. Like I wanted one last hurrah and I wasn't going to be able to get it. And it got canceled because I had to quarantine because COVID is going insane. And so I thought on it for a few days and I thought, you know, should I just do my own little photo shoot at home? Should I ask somebody? Should I ask that person? Then I was like, no, come on, Sarah. You're supposed to be like quarantining, staying home. And then I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to send a girlfriend of mine a voice memo, see what she says. So I hit up a friend and she's a previous finish line coworker. And to be honest, and I know she will be listening to this because I already told her she gets a shout out on this episode. We're not like super close, but a few girls nights will really bring you together and you're, you know, speak from the drunken heart moments. So we do have some things, you know, where we've definitely learned about each other's lives. So I send her a voice memo and I'm like, hey, I know this is really last minute and we need to do this ASAP because I'm supposed to be quarantining. And if I can sneak out at the beginning of it, like I would do that. And I was like, I don't know if you could come to my house or I go to yours. And she just left her full time job to become a full time photographer, which I'm a huge freaking fan of. So any way I can support her, I'm happy to do so. And so I sent her this message and I'm like, I don't know if you'll be into it or if this is something that you're, you know, wanting to do, but let me know what you think. And I was truly nervous because 
you know, she's just starting her own business. She's probably got a lot going on. It was right after the holidays. And so I didn't know what to do. And so my dear friend, Hannah, comes back and says, dude, I just had a client cancel this week. Let's freaking do it. And she was so nice. And she was like, I'm so honored you even thought of me and you're asking me to capture this moment for you. And so we worked it out. She was masked the whole time, as was I. We did not touch, come close, share anything. She sanitized her whole first floor where she has this whole little studio set up. And we went to town. And I am so, so thankful that we were able to do this. Not only does it capture me being 30, but the shirt alone does a really great job of showing off my boobs. And for someone who is very, very scared to lose their sexual confidence and like how I feel about my body, it was just so wonderful to have one more time to feel like 110% me. So if this is something you are facing or something that you know someone is facing, this is a really another good gift idea is encourage or ask them if they want to do a little photo shoot like this because it's just one of my biggest fears and I'm so thankful that I have these moments to remember going forward and this whole time with all the cards I've gotten and the gifts and the beautiful photos my mom shared with me when she did the breast cancer walk literally 10 years ago, I thought like, I've got to hold on to this. I have to remember this chapter. And so I'm going to make a scrapbook and these photos will definitely be included. So thank you. Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, water break. If you need any, well, I shouldn't say any. Um, I'm looking at Hannah's Instagram right now, and she says on her business page, she does portraits for the wild at heart, which, oh my gosh, is actually so beautiful, and that would definitely be my crazy ass. She says she does um, documentary-style photos, and you can book your session with her at Hannah, H-A-N-N-A, P-O-I-T-R-A-S dot com. So highly recommend. She made it so fun. She was an amazing cheerleader because I don't know what the I'm doing with my body and my hands and my arms and my fingers. So Hannah, thank you again for this beautiful, wonderful gift. At this point, I haven't seen all of them, so I cannot wait to see the rest of them. You are just a gem and the best thing that anybody can do is go check out her website, her Instagram, everything. And go look at my photos. She's tagged in all of them, so it easily can take you there. I've got all of her information linked in the show notes of this episode. So where were we? Talking about my boobs and the sexuality part of my life. It's been super fun in my later 20s dressing a little bit more sexy and, you know, I recently went to a friend's birthday party before the holidays and the theme was Mary Thoughtmas, I think. This is my friend Candace. She's insane um, in the best way. And hold on, I have to find, I have to find the invite because it was just, her writing is unbelievable here. So 
Candace is one of my wonderful adventure friends. And for a uh, previous reference, she also was the friend that I got robbed with. Candace got hit way worse than me, which totally sucked. Um, wait, where's the invite on my calendar? Um, wait, I thought we went out on a Friday. Where the heck is it? Oh, was it early December? Oh, yes, here it is. <laughs> she named the invite for her little birthday get-together, Scandalous Bitches. And then this is what she said. Celebrating singlehood divorces, three birthdays, and being ratchet as possible this holiday season. Dress like a winter Tatiana. That's what it was. It's my one birthday wish. <laughs> so it was so fun to be with girlfriends and you know, showing off your body and sexuality can mean a lot more than just boobs, but I have had such a wonderful time leaning into what I have. And this is your sign to lean into what you have. Wear the low cut shirt, the short shorts, or the long ones, or the bell bottoms, or the big fat huge sweater. I don't give a shit. Just lean into what you have and love, love yourself. And I feel like the final stage of my life with boobs has been being terrified of breastfeeding. I, you know, really enjoy the function of my nipples as they are now, as you've heard in previous episodes. And I have been so scared to become a mother and then therefore, you know, attempt to breastfeed. And I've read like books and I've talked to other friends and it is just like mind blowing to me that people do this and it hurts so much and it causes so much damage. And I've always been very afraid of that. And the irony now that I will probably, I won't ever get the chance to do that. Even if my nipples are saved in this surgery, I will not have the chance to ever breastfeed is kind of bonkers. And once again, I'll shout out my friend, Nicole Whitney, who I've asked many questions to who is probably laughing right now thinking yeah you know man planned and land plans and god laughs because now i'm not even gonna have that opportunity <sighs> but that's just how it is you simply cannot plan you can try and you can do your best and you can follow a schedule and reach these goals which is amazing but we really just can't plan so appreciate what you have Love the people around you. Reach out, say hi, tell your mom, call your mom today in my in my honor. Life is so damn short, people. 15 years with boobs is not nearly enough, but we're going to trade these ones in. We'll see what comes out on the other side and I will have the best shot at being cancer-free for the rest of my life thanks to this. So above all, I'm incredibly grateful. Science has advanced so much. Medicine and procedures have advanced so, so, so much. And I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity to be able to do this. So let's do the damn thing. But before we go, I want to make you aware of a few things. It has been incredibly hard to wrap my head around how the hell I'm going to give back to everyone who has given me so, so, so much support. And I know, like one of my sisters told me, please stop, just take it, be quiet, and soak it in. <laughs> but it's just not in my natural tendency to do that. So I've got two amazing things for you. The first, a freebie, a giveaway. I've got another round of stickers, and they're actually podcast stickers this time. They don't have to do with cancer, so podcast centered. So if you go to facingfearwithsarah.com backslash free stickers, let me check my own work here. 
Uh, free stickers. Yes, I know how to run a website. Woohoo! Facingfearwithsarah.com backslash free stickers. All you have to do is enter your first and last name and your mailing address, and it's going to be a fun little recovery um, activity for me. I love snail mail, and so I'm going to snail mail you a sticker absolutely free. So go check it out. And then the other thing that I did was listen to some feedback from some of my family and friends and people and that the F word is quite a harsh word, which is true. And so I designed some new merch with the phrase fight cancer, F-I-G-H-T fight cancer. So in doing this, I followed the same design that I have before. So it looks like the podcast stuff. And so now there is apparel and merch and stickers with the words fight cancer. And in this merch drop, I was actually able to do some tie-dye stuff. So pretty freaking awesome. And a bonus, some youth stuff. So there's youth t-shirts and long sleeve and shortly short sleeve, excuse me. And then the baseball caps are kind of one size fit all for everybody as well as the beanies. So go check it out. Facingfearwithsarah.com backslash merch. There is now stuff that says fight cancer, just as effective, just as wonderful. And whether the F words for you or not, I got you covered. Alrighty. Now I, I know I told you that I was going to have a guest this week, but I'm actually pushing it back one week. So next week when I'm officially down out for the count, there will be a guest. So subscribe right now, wherever you're listening on your app. And we will be having a wonderful, amazing, incredible guest next week named Amber. So thank you for listening. And here's to 22 with two new boobs. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Facing Fear podcast. I'd love to know what you think, so please leave a review on Apple's podcast app, or you can go to the Facing Fear with Sarah Facebook and leave a review there as well. If you or someone you know has a story of overcoming fear to pursue their own definition of success, please submit yourself or that person as a guest. You can do that at facingfearwithsarah.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the social media world. You can find the show everywhere at Facing Fear with Sarah or communicate directly by emailing hello at facingfearwithsarah.com. You made it to the end of the episode, so I'm going to give you a little surprise. I was recently published in the Wildfire Magazine. It is the first and only publication for and by those who are too young to be affected by breast cancer. And you can go get this issue at a discount. So visit wildfirecommunity.org and use code wildfire15 or even better, use the link in my social media, in the show notes today. And if you use that particular link and the code, you can not only save yourself money, but you can also earn me a little bit of money as I get a kickback from every purchase used under Sarah's link. So go check it out in the show notes. The issue is themed the new normal and this is relatable for anybody who's been through some kind of storm in life and is trying to figure out who they are and who and what and how and why life goes on afterwards. So check it out. Go visit wildfirecommunity.org. Use code wildfire15 to save on your version of a print or digital copy of the latest issue called The New Normal. Thank you so, so much for your support.